Welcome to D&D&D, &D &D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel. With me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi! Hola! My, our intro implies that you are the only fun people. Yeah. We are the fun people. Capital T. It's just you Underline. guys. You gotta tell the listeners the truth. Yeah. Yeah. That we Sorry, are. everyone listening, you're not fun. Not fun. Uh, well, maybe let's not say that, guys. <laughs> nope. Bunch of guys. fucking boring sad sacks <laughs> listening to us and our our genius comedic ability. <laughs> Damn, Kino energy pouring out of James H. and Nice today. What energy? Kino. Kino? Kino? Kano. Kano? Kano? Yeah. Kano? Oh my god, did you say Kino for Kano? Like the game Kino? Kino, hey, you guys no. are the Mortal Kombat fans. I just watched the movie and had a great time. <laughs> Did I remember that... his name was pronounced Kano? No. It's Kano. It's Kano. It, it's Kano. Kano. That's fine. Thanks, Beth. I appreciate the effort, and I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> yes. I, I, know th I know the names of people. <laughs> I, I wish we could, we could bring some of that... Uh... That Mortal Kombat energy into this, but we uh, we are not in in any kind of uh, death <laughs> tournament. Maybe I mean I don't know. Who knows what's inside this, the walls of Middleton? I feel like D and D and D has a ton of Mortal Kombat energy. I was telling Mike after we watched that movie <laughs> that like where else do you have a a mainstay property that's about just like uh, some guy with a daughter teaming up with uh, the fucking underground devil worshipper who has. Uh, cones on his head i made that person up you know what i mean yeah i was like what <laughs> how do you know about shinnok <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was rita repulsa i thought it was <laughs> basically the same they're just they're all such bananas characters and they run the gambit from like normal dude to four-armed monster from another planet that is why i'm glad that the movie did the arcana where it's like because we were playing the game and i was like james how am I supposed to believe this like Hollywood actor, like reality TV star is fighting Shinnok, like elder god of hell, basically, and I think, they need magic. I think he's descended from like a Greek prince or something. Johnny does have some, uh, yeah. some blood bonds. Yeah, it's though. all. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, sure. I love it. I know nothing about it and I'm all in. As much as I would like for this to just be a Mortal Kombat fan cast this week. We have a lot of story to get into because last time some shit happened. You came across a hunter in the woods uh, who had his hunting party decimated by hulets out for revenge in, because the hunters were capturing owl bears. Uh, Marcus the hunter informed you that they were capturing these owl bears at the request of Farmir Lockhart, who was raising a force to solve the problems of Middleton. The way that Marcus told you about him, he was a folk hero type person, type figure, uh, who was out to rid the the city and the surrounding area of its uh, of its issues. The Hulets, though, um, killed the hunting party, and they killed Marcus. Uh, because they uh, were protecting the owlbears, they had shifted over from the Feywild after the events of the Harvest Festival. Uh, and it seems that the veils between worlds have been affected by the big magic that Cytheria did, because you found yourselves for the first time in the Shadowfell when you tried to take the lift from the bottom of the valley to Middleton. Marjorie used the gem that she found from the like monstrous pig creature that was 
giving you all nightmares at the beginning of season three, technically in between seasons two and three, to power this lift. And that shifted you into the Shadowfell where you fought some spiders and then crashed the elevator back into the known world where you as we do as you do (laughs) where you landed outside of middleton uh the injuries that fletch suffered while fighting the spiders rendered his arms paralyzed which means when the lift crashed he was flung unable to defend himself from (laughs) the crashing vessel resulting in a head injury of some kind that has rendered him without some of his memories Uh, So you have Fletch basically with the only memories of your adventure being the first few weeks that you all knew each other. You know, he has no memory of your quest to Galamathir or saving the beacons or the first Feywild trip or any of your subsequent adventures after that. Yeah, he did a a Windows restore, but went back a little too far. (laughs) Yeah, whoops. (laughs) And you are outside of the city walls dealing with that situation. In addition to Fletch's woes, uh, a little bit unsettling that you saw no uh, people around the city of Middleton. There was no one manning the walls, no one manning the gates. When you had a more bird's eye view, you didn't see anyone inside walking the streets of the city, even though Flack knows this to be a pretty vibrant, vibrant place. Quite. Yeah. Um, so strange happenings uh, in the Valley of the Pass. So that's where we pick you guys up. Um, uh, we are uh, no, no food for this week, but we're getting so close. We're getting so close to some really good food. Uh, <laughs> and, and I can't yes. wait to, to have the, the dinner party aspect of this podcast return and um <laughs> no are we can, we. Sh- we <laughs> can share excited. some uh delicious melted cheese uh yeah. and um various other goods upon which to melt that cheese in the meantime uh we are continuing to well we'll continue to do this afterwards too but we are donating to food-based charities um and uh this month we're still doing uh nick's Gardarasi's pick of the asian youth center so thanks nick thanks to the asian youth center for all the great work that they do check out the link in the description to see all the cool stuff they do to help uh at-risk asian youth here in los angeles i think that's everything everybody ready let's do it yes yeah so you're outside the walls of Middleton, the wreckage of the stone slab and the ruined standing stones uh, that made up the ancient lift uh, lie uh, around you, partially embedded in the ground as it kicked up a ton of earth as it crashed into the ground. <laughs> you're, you're probably about a few hundred yards outside the walls of the town. You can see that uh, though the gates are open, there is no one manning the gates. There's no one on the walls, as I said before. And uh, the woods around the town appear still and quiet. This is contrary to everything that Flack knows about this place. Every time that he has been here, it seems like it's something, some kind of festival, some kind of celebration. Uh, there's usually a lot of trade going on in this uh, town as it is on the main road through the pass, uh, which there's now of which there is now a huge dent in thanks to the slab. But there's no traffic. There's no traffic in and out of the town. There's no traffic along this road. There's no one around. You seem to be the only beings stirring uh, in, in the vicinity currently. Uh, and Fletch, you are 
slowly starting to get feeling back in your arms uh, as the wounds from uh, the spider stabs are starting to heal, uh, y- even though uh, they're still bleeding and things because you were stabbed in the shoulders. Uh, you're starting to get some tingles back in your fingers, but the damage from being flung and unable to stop your fall goes beyond just physical damage, doesn't it? And you uh, are unable to recall a vast majority of your adventure. Uh, let's go ahead and turn it over to you with my favorite question in all of Dungeons and Dragons. What do you do? Give Fletch metal arms. <laughs> end of episode yes. no better joke sorry for the short one this week guys <laughs> call me flax oh no that's gonna get even more confused. <laughs> yeah. easier i was gonna say just make them basically the same name and then we never have to mix them up <laughs> can i sniff the air for stinky boys Sure. Roll a uh, perception. Oh, I got to pull up the game log. Oh, nat one, baby. No, boy. Uh, what happens? <laughs> um, the only thing that you can smell is the residual paralytic that is kind of oozing out of Fletch's wounds. Ooh. It's a it's a strange sensation for for Fletch because you're you can't really feel it in you know except for just little bits, but the visual. Uh, and the smell is quite disturbing. It's kind of uh, oozing, um, like your body is like rejecting the poison, so it's kind of like trying to like push out the kind of like goo that was injected into you by the spider. So he can't move his arms. Can't move his arms. Can't what, move your arms. What very specifically is causing that uh, paralysis? Is it spider goo? So it's not magic. Roll Arcana. Okay. Would you like to have a, a helper octopus? <laughs> Etienne has many arms. <laughs> 14. You can't recall any kind of magic spiders having this ability being magical. Roll nature and see if it's something you recognize as being... Um, 24 nature. Yeah. The, you, you, you feel that this is more uh, like a venom, something that would be... yeah. Uh, more natural and less magical. Uh, yeah, and then Zabbis offers Etienne as a helper ex- ex- octopus to, yeah. to Fletch. Uh, thanks. What is this thing? I'll just summon <laughs> Etienne, and Etienne can like float around, and I'll pick up stuff. Yes, this is an, this is your first encounter. As far as you you know, Fletch, this is your first encounter with a Dumbo octopus of any kind. Oh, and when did you get this? Yeah. Thing? Because I would have summoned, at, yeah, you wouldn't have been there for any of that. We were in the basement. Basically, only I think only Margarine. Yeah, I tried to kill it the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah, don't kill Etienne. You, he's on kill. <laughs> but don't kill him anyway. Margarine's just because like of, poking and prodding at Fletch's arms. Like, does this hurt? Can you feel this? No, no. There's liquid coming out of this hole. Oh, I can't look at it. Okay. Uh, and while she's doing this, she's just going to also, <laughs> mama, like, take the scabbard of Eagle Strike off of him and put it around <laughs> her own waist. But, okay, I'll, don't worry, I'll help. I'll uh, you got to strap that on your back, Marjorie. It's a good sized sword and you're a, you're a, a oh, I don't want to say you're not a good size. You're, you're exactly <laughs> the right size for Marjorie. It's a good sized sword and I'm a good sized lady. <laughs> there you go. Oh. DM? Yes. 
why do I feel like at one point in time I knew less lesser restoration? You would have, I'm sure. I want to cast lesser restoration on Fletch, which is I touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition afflicting it, which can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Oh, and great. His arms. I'm like, hey, buddy, I got you here. All right, yeah, you uh, you strummel a, a short little riff on your uke, um, and from those notes, Fletch, you hear a melody so pleasing that your arms are flooded uh, with feeling, and at first you're exhilarated with the uh, sensation of being able to move your arms again until your brain is flooded with the pain of the two massive holes in your shoulders. Oh. Oh. Wait, can, I, can I can I say what it sounded like? Yes. Oh my gosh. This hurts so much, but that was the best thing you ever played. Oh. Wow. That's sad. <laughs> He really did forget everything, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, buddy. I, you're only saying that because you don't remember the bitchin' concert we just put on. It was you were in it. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, what? No, I wasn't. Why would I be in it? I would love to cut to Fletch in another timeline where he didn't forget everything, but that's still like what he said. I'll <laughs> 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 <We'll> never know. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fletch, buddy. I've been there. I've lost my memory a couple times, actually. Uh, normally, you go see a doctor. Unfortunately, we're right next to Middleton, and so far, no stinky smells, so we might be good in there. But another option, we can conk your head again and see if anything comes back. Uh, my head hurts really bad. Please don't touch it. And my arms really hurt really bad. Yeah, can we do Dude. something about his arms? Because I feel like Fletch is our muscle, and we want those arms in good good working condition, right? And I, like, pat him on the shoulder. Uh, oh. oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you got those, uh, you got those those ball pit balls anywhere? Do you got any of those? Oh. Stick them up against his uh, shoulders there. Ball pit balls. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, this is I thought be she fun. had a bunch of those in her pocket. Uh, Marjorie had a bunch <laughs> of those. I pull out the one healing ball pit ball that I still have on me, and it's got a paralytic poison arrow in it. Oh. <laughs> oh, it got shot. I mean, you got two options. I mean, I can heal you a tiny bit with my glove. Or we oh, can yeah. take him to... A healer in Middleton. That also makes sense because I'm not a healer. I destroy things. I would, uh, you know what? <laughs> Judging by what this place looks like from the outside, I think we should go ahead and take care of this now because I'm not getting a good feeling of the silence hmm. that we are being greeted with from this once vibrant and rocking city. And now or you, town. Flack, roll perception. 17. When you turn back to look at the town, you're trying to listen and look for any kind of in indication of the town that you know, and you're not getting it. It's just, yeah, it's it's quiet. There isn't any kind of like normal kind of city activity. There's no music in the air. There's no there's no shouts of people. There is, however, a, a faint, uh, unpleasant smell. Oh. Are you sure the city was rocking or were you just in college? <laughs> 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 like what's it i can assure you this place used to be great and now it's silent and stinky the stinky's just fletch's arms <laughs> is it and i sniff his arms is that where the smell's coming from 
Different smells. No, that's a different sting. And the smell off of Fletch's arms is a, it's like a rotting flesh smell. Oh, great. Yeah. But the smell that's coming from the town is more of a like putrid, really horrible, like the most horrific BO you can imagine. Oh, man. Hate it here. Yeah. I, think, I feel like we're just downwind of everything. If a mildewy pool of still water farted. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ew. Can we like take a can we sit down or take a quick rest or something? I I hurt real bad. Now you, I need you to... could do a short rest where you roll your hit die to recover some things and not take like a full sleep overnight eight hour rest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to do that because I'm, I'm pretty hurt. fucked up. Okay, cool. Oh man. Okay. Yes, Fletch is healed 56, Abbas is healed 27. Margarine, okay. you're healed. You're back up to full. I'm fully healed. Yeah, Flax, fully healed. Fletch, are you fully healed? Close. Except for your 87. amnesia? 87. Close to it? Yeah. Okay. So the little checkboxes are just for me to keep track. Like, that doesn't actually do anything. It looks like, yes, basically. it's just for you to keep track. It's like, here's how You've many you've used this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we, if, you, like if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you guys set up a little camp uh, to rest for uh, a couple hours while uh, you tend to Fletch's wounds and Zavis's wounds and everybody's wounds. As you do, you expect maybe to see some travelers come through and down the main road or one way or the other, either from Night's Pass or from the West. Uh, but nobody does. Again, even through the, the this whole time that you guys are, are resting here. Nobody seems to come by and it's getting, you know, now it was, you know, very early morning, kind of pre-dawn when you set out from the bottom of the valley. So now by the time you rested, it's getting, you know, a little bit afternoon, maybe early afternoon and still nothing. How far away are the elf ruins? From here, maybe a few hours walk, Jeez. a few hours hike. It would mm. be, it would be dark by the time you got back if you were to like set out per your map. Um, when, when we do the short rest, yeah, I definitely want to, like, take a look at my stuff and what I've got on me. Mm-hmm. There's items that you don't recognize. There, You have new armor. You know, this armor of Galadoy is fancier than anything you have any memory of. Yeah, so I take that, I take that off and I kind of set that in front of me and, and kind of try to piece together where, I, where, I, where this came from. Marjorie comes over. It flops down on her belly with her legs up in the air and her hands <laughs> on her, on her, or her face in her hands. He's like, hey, buddy. Hey. Do, you, uh, do you want any help figuring out what this stuff is? Yeah, for sure. What is this? Where did I get this? Where did you get this? Do you, do you not remember F-Boys? No, what's that? Oh, my God. Oh, oh F-Boys is us, buddy. It's me and you. <laughs> Were you just... You just woke right up out of that nap. For I F- heard F boys. That's that's what F boys do, man. You guys We're have a there very for each other. close male friendship. Oh wait, because because of Fl- Fletch and Flack, FF F boys. Yeah. That's Ooh. how we stumbled upon it, dude. We were naked together. And this is Magic Arbor, and I press the, I press the Galadoy emblem. There's a a ripple, like a boom. And like a magical kind of shimmer of th- on things uh, for a moment that only you can see, Marjorie, because you press the button. 
this is similar to what happened when you put on Koirim's helm back in season one, where you were able to see um, pathways and things that weren't there. You're not seeing into the Feywild. Um, like you're not seeing a different world. You're seeing like almost like an overlay that comes across over on top of the world as you would see it normally. And it only kind of happens as you have your finger in contact with the emblem. There's the the path uh, is indicated the like main road, but then there's also a, a road a road that splits off and heads northeast from where you are now on the city walls. Um, you also see a kind of shimmering light that is around to the uh, east uh, on the eastern wall as it kind of curves around the outskirts of the city there's kind of a shimmer but the main things that you see other than the main road is this split um, and then there's a a kind of brighter light along the the eastern uh, city wall that split road visible to us no oh no wow did you see that fletch no. No. Touch it. Touch it. Touch it. And I put his hand on it. Oh, okay. And when you put his hand on it, both of you see this as it blips in and blue, and then it, you know, you see this overlay kind of descend on top of things. Whoa. We got this from Malik. Uh, I don't want to get into that story. It's a real bubber, but he was- <laughs> He gave me a flute. Mm-hmm. He was a giver. That's what he was. Uh <laughs> Was and he died? We were don't worry t- about it. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we all have one of these, and they'll show us a path. That sounds familiar. This really okay. And okay. I put my hand on it too. Same deal. Boom. Well, okay. See. Everyone's doing it. Song. <laughs> does does this sound? Does this feel familiar, Fletch? Stop moving your fingers, Flack. <laughs> I don't know. Have you done this before? <laughs> Probably. Richard takes her hand away. <laughs> uh, I, uh, but hey, did you guys see that that road over there? That path? It's not. I can't see it right now. Yeah. What's it look like when we look in that direction? It's just the one path straight it. into Biddleton. Yeah. There's the main road that's running east west and the, and the path that leads up to the main gate of Middleton. Um, but when you go a little bit down the, the main road to the east, there's the split that you saw when you were uh, when you activated the armor. But when you look that way now, all you can see is kind of a very old pile of rocks covered in moss that sits next to the main road and, you know, trees and stuff. Um, it looks very, very normal for a mountain path. I'm a bit curious about this little uh, secret road, because like I said... I don't feel too good about the outward condition of Middleton from what we can see. And I'm worried that if we were to walk right into those front doors, uh, we could run into some some issues. So I'm almost wondering if we follow this little secret path, because that sounds fun and exclusive. That's like a backstage pass, maybe right here. I think that's so fun. You want to you want to go? You don't want to keep looking at all your stuff? Yeah, you want to you want to both. I can. I can walk, chew gum at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. We can take off, and you can, uh, can do both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem very practical. Don't make that honestly, face at me. Through. What it? I don't. It, make it that... just feels like going through your belongings while walking doesn't seem like really I'm, a a walk and chew gum at the same type situation. I'm expediting the process. That's fine. I st- okay, yeah, no. That's I start remembering me, getting in fights with it's your flag. <laughs> <laughs> I start slowly, like, yeah, he keeps going, and I just kind of, like, 
start getting in my head about like, oh wait, this sounds I've, we've fought before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just like flashes yeah. that you start getting. Yeah. Like you don't know specifics. You like you don't right, remember right. Uh, ex- like the the circumstances of the arguments, but the emotions mm-hmm. you you remember. Yeah. You remember this feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Papo. Let's go this way. Yeah. What is this pig? Why do we have this pig? <laughs> this is Papo. Oh yeah. And this we have is Papo. He's a and we've got. Wait, yeah. wait. Hey. What do you think? What do you think this pig is for? The margin has a gleam in her eye. I'm not sure, <laughs> but it's really big, so I would assume it was fattened up for consumption. No, dude. No, I it's really big because this is a warrior pig. It's this was a pig trained in the art of war, right, let's, and it's let's, been helping us in our, in our mission. This Don't is... take advantage of his weak mind. No, I'm going to roll for deception. <laughs> oh, my God. Deception or persuasion? Persuasion. Persuasion. I rolled a 25. Can I, uh, can I also do it? Yes. And yeah, then, and come then, at me. And then uh, Fletch, roll insight. Uh, saving I, throw or just in, no no just just, just an insight check and we'll see we'll see who who, who rolls high rolls Oops. he's trying to take advantage of your feeble mind 20 oh it's not okay, I got 17 okay so you're unable to discern who's bullshitting you you but but this all of this is giving you a sense of familiarity like yeah. like margarine and flack butting heads in this kind of like friendly rivalry way <laughs> and um flack being uh passionate about a subject in a way that is more so than anyone else in the team perhaps all all this seems very familiar okay. in, a, in a in a comfortable way like when like um Zavis has already walked off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So Zavis is on butter, just kind of trotting I, along the path. Yeah. Um, and uh, but this is this is like that kind of familiarity where when you don't talk to like an old friend for a long time and you just get back into something and you don't do the like, oh, so what you been up to? You know, yeah. like it's you're just in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's that kind of familiarity. So but you're you still don't really know who's telling the truth. You kind of feel like both are making good points like yeah this is a pretty large pig that seems to be fattened up but flax seems to have a pretty good rapport with the pig so mm, little column a little column b popo just kind of looks at you with a very like um uh like waddles look on his on its face like from gravity falls just (laughs) because i want to help just the the little pig that uh oh yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) because i want to help sell Popo the warrior pig. I take my disguise kit and I add basically some some football player esque face paint. <laughs> eye black but, under yeah. yeah some eye black underneath Popo's eyes and then maybe uh, his abbas his abbas what how can how can I make Popo look really fucking badass uh, I, like, I, I ran paint? up to Zabbis trot it uh, who's casually on butter I'm like I, I have like a disguise kit do you want to put like some stripes on him stri- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Thank you. racing I, stripes I, I hop yeah, up and let's grab put it racing stripes on him and then run back to Popo and I put some uh, put some stripes on him we'll put a spoiler on his butt <laughs> a what put like a spoiler on his butt what's a spoiler you know, spoiler for, you see, like for the thing on the back of the car I know but like how would that how would don't spoil the pig before we've cooked it. Cause it's implied he's so fast. Gotta have like a spoiler on the back. <laughs> so he doesn't take off. I just don't know what we would be making the spoiler of or how we would affix it to the pig. I don't know. Just you asked me you asked me about ideas. Those are my ideas. Papo has stripes and face paint on. Okay. okay. I can't be I can't be that dense to not see them painting 
No, you Capo, you definitely like, do see this, but, okay. But the yeah, one, this uh, this was how he normally looks. It got wiped off in the last battle that he <laughs> saved us all during. The, so I the, just gotta reapply. The it. absurdity though of uh, Zabbis and Flack doing this um, is bringing back a couple like flash images to you. Like you're you're getting uh, an image of like none of this is context, so you don't know the surrounding reasons for any of this, but like. You're getting an image of Zabbis uh, as the tree humping ghost. You're getting an image oh, yeah. of uh, Zabbis in the the waiter's out or the 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 butler's outfit from the mansion in the Feywild where you fought mm. the Cyclops. Mm. You're oh, getting yeah. uh, you're getting an image of the three of you at Kestrel Manor when you fought. Like suddenly you just have a flash image of a giant rubber duck, like with no <laughs> context um, of all of these, just like bonkers adventures that you guys had okay where you you're you're like oh this must have happened but you don't know the full story behind any of it so you're you're this is the the future from where you are Mm -hmm. you know like like you're you're stuck in the past but they're in the future and there's a bunch of stuff that you missed you're like firmly now aware of the fact that like oh you're you've lost some memories memories. okay yeah well uh, you know what i'm for one, I'm really excited to see Papo the Warrior Pig in action. So I'm looking forward to that. He's going to wow you. Um, it's going to be great. Marjorie rolls her <laughs> eyes to the sky. I look at Marjorie and I wink. Flack, you miss it because you're, you're, you're adjusting Papo's makeup. Uh, and <laughs> uh, so fierce. <laughs> but Marjorie, you get it. You clock yeah, that way. At the peak of my eye roll, I look straight up into his face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wearing that armor? Yeah, you all have this armor. Okay. Yeah. And then I press the thing so I can see where I'm going. Your version of it, yes. Yeah. Um, you get this blip out and you see the 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 overlay and you see this path as it splits off from the main road. Uh and after you follow it for a little while, you see that it leads uh in a couple different directions. This path also forks. Uh it heads northeast up further into the mountains like line the magical line that you're following is all overgrown like you're not there isn't there isn't a there isn't a path through the woods here uh it's trees and and brush and things um as best you can tell uh there's no path here uh there's rocks and stuff but that's not out of place for how high you are uh you know in the mountains like think for elevation wise for where you are you know think like uh like big bear you know, like a, you're at a, you're a couple thousand feet. Um, so it's not where you're not above, you're not anywhere close to tree line. You're not so high that there's snow, but it is a little cooler. You're definitely, you know, in the mountains. So rocks isn't completely out of place, but, uh, you know, there's some, there's some rocks at there. There was a, a rock pile of rocks at where the path first split from the main road. And there's some, a pile of rocks at this fork. Um, and to the northeast is one way and back to the west, which leads closer to the city, uh, is another. And if you look in the direction where the one, uh, the, the split towards the city goes, um, you see, uh, that kind of glow that Marjorie saw initially that is off at the eastern edge of the city walls. So you have another fork and another choice before you. Marjorie's just keeping an eye on Middleton. Trying to see if there's any change or anything that she can sense. Uh, roll another perception roll. Fifteen. Uh, you get a big old whiff of that kind of 
funky, funky smell um, as the wind shifts well, in this direction. There's goop, there's goop there. That city's got goop in it. Like Rupert goop? I never smelled Rupert. Oh. Oh, oh. Uh, do you think that's related? Step. Oh, God. Oh, I just nat 20 to perception check. <laughs> I literally it? just made that connection in my mind. <laughs> uh, Flack, you, while, while Zabbis is putting together the pieces, you lean down and put your, uh, put your hand on the ground. You really, you know, you do the thing where you like lick your finger to get the sense of the, the wind direction. Uh, and the wind is coming at you and you get this full nose full of this funky, funky smell. It is familiar to you. Uh, you have not, it is not as strong as when you were in uh, the accountant's home and you fought the uh, uh, Rouge the Deceiver, but it is that same kind of just bad funk. When you when you touch the ground and you try to really pay attention to to all of the things that you're perceiving, you feel a, a, a vibration. You feel a like a like a, a as though a large herd or something were moving, but you can't. You are not trained in a way that allows you to sense where this rumble is coming from. But you feel a rumble. I relay all that to the team. There's a none of us feel that. Uh, it's it's very very faint. Flack really had to search for it. Does Pete notice it? Do any of the animals notice it? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Probably. But. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Is there? Can I roll to like confirm that there is indeed maybe a connection between this? Uh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Roll. Roll. Yeah. Roll history. Roll history. Yeah. Oh boy. That's funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zabbis, you're, you're thinking back to all the goops that you've encountered. And, uh, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> uh, the, the goops <laughs> at Kestrel Manor, the Rupert goops, um, that didn't have this same kind of smell to it. Although there is kind of a, there's a visual connection. You can, you can definitely see that. There's elements of the Rupert Goop in the uh, Rouge the Deceiver and Cheesebox Goop uh, and vice versa. So they seem like they're uh, like cousin goops. <laughs> but the but the oh, Rupert okay. Goop didn't have a smell. But as you think on it, you remember that the Rupert Goop was refined. That's right. Uh, there was a very scientific... Laboratory yeah, there were vials. There and were vials shit. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a a a refined process to that goop. Um, whereas the goop off of Rouge and the cheese box and the mysterious shapeshifter who delivered the cheese box and then killed itself was uncut, for lack of a better term. <laughs> oh God! Wild goop. Wild goop. Huh. Interesting. So they're definitely related, but there's something you can make the given the information that you have, you can make the the uh, hypothesis that they are related. That's interesting. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I I I tell that to Flat because now Fletch doesn't remember. So it's, <laughs> yeah, Fletch and Margin are in the same boat here now. You guys don't have yeah, Fletch. You have no memory of sucking gas. Nope. 
Oh, man. God, or like our giant bubble bath fight. You have the flash image of the of the rubber duck. Mm-hmm. You did recall that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There might be some some goopy bad guys in this town. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm nervous all of a sudden. Like at first, I mean, the fact that there's no one here is weird, but I just figured, you know, is it time to change towns <laughs> get abandoned? <laughs> but this feels not organic. It feels more nefarious. Is are there walls around the entire city? Like is it an enclosed Yes, town? it is a it is? it is a enclosed town. There is a wall around the entire town. It is, is a uh, timber and stone wall. So from the outside, it appears to have the same kind of like Tudor storybook Bavarian kind of uh, look. Uh, um, it's not it's not totally Middleton is not a stone city the way that Knights Pass is. It is uh, there is a lot, lot more wood in it, though it is, though it functions defensively. It is almost more aesthetic. Um, but it is entirely is, walled. Is there a dark stretch of the wall anywhere that we might be able to climb up and uh, look into the city without being detected, perhaps? Uh, there is a stretch of wall that is much closer to the forest. The forest kind of butts up against it. Um, in fact, it's the same stretch of wall where the uh, there is the glow that uh, is revealed by your uh, your armor. Oh. Well, let's head there. Well, we could either head there or we could try to go talk to Varmir Lockhart. Wouldn't he be within the walls? No, you dubby. Did you listen to Marcus before he died at all? I'm the only one who listens to... He did. (laughs) Varmir was raising an army for Middleton, right? Against Middleton. I think he wants to fight whatever... for Middleton, depending on your perspective, you know? Oh, I see. I see. Yes, I'm not politically minded, Fleck. That's okay. You don't need to be Marjorie. Thanks. Uh, but if we go and talk to him, perhaps he knows what's going on within the walls. Yeah, but that would be coming from him, which could be a biased source. I would like to maybe see for ourselves first what's going on. But then, you know, if we if we get our own information into our own eyeballs from like up there and I point over to the wall. Uh, then we could maybe sneak back down, go talk to him, see if he tells us the truth, catch him in a lie if he doesn't, and then we'll have all the cards. That's a very political point of view. Thanks. That's that's what super mayors do. And, and I look at Fletch. Yeah, I support That him. triggers something for yeah. you, Fletch. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know super mayor. I, I remember you, super you mayor. Know, yeah, you yeah, know yourself to be assistant to the super mayor. Yeah. And so my, my F-brother... Will you assist me with this plan? Yes, of course. Great. Let's go. Let's go, Papo. <laughs> Flack and Papo and Fletch take <laughs> off in the direction of the uh, city wall. Marjorie uh, hangs back a second with a quizzical look on her face, according to the way that Beth is acting right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Zabus? I mean, Flack seems pretty determined. And I, you know... I don't, I just, I don't want drama right now. There's something so, there's something so creepy going on that I'm willing to just, you know, I'm going to go along with whatever he says right now. Cause then if anything goes tits up, then no one can be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> None of it was my idea. Okay. And I, I suppose we totter off after them and Marjorie just glances back at the forgotten path. 
<laughs> uh, you glance back at the forgotten path and you see two eyes mysteriously. <laughs> <but no. laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 128 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter or D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash D&D&Dpod. Um, we will be getting the newest uh, t-shirt design pretty soon in the next month uh, for the t-shirt club, Patreon exclusive t-shirts. So stay tuned for more info on the t-shirts. Speaking of the incredible designs that we have on some of our Patreon-exclusive merchandise, Beth's shop is open, bethbyrad.shop, radshop.cool. Both will get you there, and you will be able to see all of her incredible artwork that is available for purchase, some of which is D&D merch, and some of it is just uh, great art that Beth created. So go check that out, bethbyrad.shop or radshop.cool. There's a link in the description, too. Mike has started to post links for discussion over on our subreddit, r slash reddit.com slash r slash dndndpod, where you can discuss episodes with our listeners of the show. Uh, So go and check that out. Uh, And if that builds up, uh, we may see the return of Fletch Stormtail's Tavern Talks, uh, where he reads some comments from those discussion threads. So be sure to check that out. That's Reddit dot com slash r slash pod. think that's it for me thanks everybody do what's fun hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You head in the direction of the city, and when you approach the um, the walls of the city, the path that you are on, uh, if you bloop your um, your uh, uh, druid sense. Let's let's call it that. Let's let's say if you want to use this ability, we're going to call it Druid Sense. Okay. Um, I'll add that to your character sheets. There's probably already an ability called Druid Sense that I'm I'm forgetting about, but whatever. Was I right to label that as like revealing a path? Yes. Okay. Yes. the 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 magic that, as it was described to you before, was it will reveal to you, um, yeah, uh, paths that are otherwise hidden. So, if uh, in season one, what it was was uh, in the grove of the rock, the the uh, the temple that housed that beacon, uh, there were like hidden paths in the walls where Malik found you, and that that's the way that you could see those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Koyarim used his helm to find the uh, hidden pathway to Galamathir. Uh, through the woods. And you said this led us to the spot on the wall, right? This le- leads you to the spot yeah. on the wall, yes. And uh, as far as you can tell from the outside, it's just just the wall. The wall is just there. But the pathway, you know, leads to it and through it into Ooh. the city. Uh, so, like, when you, when you activate your druid sense, this section of the wall is glowing, uh, but the path continues into the city. You can kind of almost see... Not totally x-ray, 
Um, but you can kind of almost see through the wall a little bit when you activate your druid sense. I would like to cast detect magic. Okay. Uh, I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet. If I sense magic in this way, I can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object that bears magic. It can penetrate most barriers. Yeah. Uh, how, how, what, what's the radius? 30 feet? 30 feet. It can be blocked by three feet of wood. I don't know if those walls are three feet thick, though. Three feet's pretty, yeah, pretty good. Uh, the, the, the wall in front of you, that part that was glowing now, uh, is definitely, you confirm, there's some magic going on here. Seems like there's some sort of magic, uh, doorway. You get, you get an outline that, that gives you the impression that this is a door, that there is a magical doorway here. Guys, this might be a secret back door into the town. There's a magical doorway here. I can't tell what, um, here, I'm going to roll for Arcana to see what kind of magic it is. It's a nine. (laughs) That's not going to do it. Mm. magic you don't know what kind i'm so dumb when it comes to magic if we can't get through the door zabbis you want to levitate me up to see uh over the wall yeah i can do that but we're not even gonna try margin roll history oh i rolled a six though margin puts her hands up on the wall and starts grabbing (laughs) <laughs> I've I've visited Middleton a few times. Maybe there is maybe I overheard something uh in an after party of a show that might lead me to know what this is. So I'm going to roll for history as well. Sure. <laughs> uh dirty 20. Okay. Um all right, Marjorie, you're racking your brain to try to f- uh remember ways to open hidden doors and you have such a vast Rolodex of secret words in your in your brain from your long life of of adventures. Uh, that you're just like rolling through them, trying to be mm-hmm. like, well, was it, was it this? Mm, no, um, trying you know, every password I've ever. Exactly, made. exactly. Uh, yeah, after four, you get locked out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and Flack, you're trying to remember if there's anything, any, you know, yeah, like after party were, you know, secret pass passwords or anything that um that you've encountered in Middleton. There was a. Uh, like a summer full moon festival. It wasn't a harvest moon festival. It was, um, you know, like early summer. Uh, and you met up with uh, a particularly cr- crunchy group uh, that uh, kind of had some druid vibes. This was years ago. Uh, and there was some sort of gesture sequence or dance kind of thing that you had to do to open up the the door. Uh, it's It's kind of familiar what? it's called flossing if that's the word you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on everyone i, I think you know I, I might have had a few too many ales that night but something's coming back to me from a very crunchy party i went to and he starts <laughs> doing a uh, like a sequence of movements margarine now roll history with advantage Ooh, i think it was something like this i see that 20 dirty 20 there you go. Uh, now you start to see elements of what he's doing reminds you of the the gesture sequence that Koyrim did to open up the door to the inner sanctum at Gollumathir. Oh, uh, Marjorie, I see some uh, I see some recognition flashing on your face. Do you want to be my dance partner Absolutely, here? Absolutely, yes. Those two words trigger something. <laughs> oh no! Dave, did you even do that? <laughs> I did not. I did not at all. Um, all your dances, Spud <laughs> back, Fletch. Wow. All of my deaths related to dancing. 
and people who have died. I, I, <laughs> I just kind of oh, my no. eyes go wide and I just kind of sit on the ground for a second. PTSD <laughs> flag. Yeah. Does does this have anything to do with like way back? I remember I had like those instructions for how to like open. Yeah. Like, does that? Yep. You've got it too, Zabbis. Yeah, it's the really? same. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes, you had instructions on how to open, uh, like, the prayer of of the moon. There, There's an e- yeah. exaltation and, and a oh, bow yeah. and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. the three of you now are basically all doing this. Fletch, get in nope, on this, nope, man. It'll be... Nope. It'll, <laughs> oh. No, okay. I don't like this. I don't like what's happening. Uh, and as Fletch says that there is a uh, a magical shimmer and and an outline appears on the wall the shimmer and the outline then fade revealing an opening in the wall nothing opened nothing slid open it was just that the 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 space in the wall that was inside of this outline just kind of dissolved and is uh is no longer there and you can see into uh middleton and you're looking and through, uh, you know, you can kind of snake your vision through alleyways and, okay, yeah. and everything into the center of town. You see no people. You see uh, no, you know, no activity or, or any kind. But a, a flyer drifts past in the wind. On the pungent air. Yeah, in the very pungent air. I'm going to roll decks to grab it. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, eight's enough to grab a piece of paper out of the air. Nothing's trying to prevent you from doing that. <laughs> oh, so we're like actually in though. You're like just if if you want to cross. Flack is at least because he tried I, to I grab saw that paper. Yeah. I want to go okay. grab it. So I'm technically within. Nothing happened to him as he passed through the wall. Okay. Yes. Uh, you cool. all, the rest of you, observe this that he's able to uh, enter this barrier without any kind of resistance or effect. Uh, you snatch the paper out of the air and you look at it and you see that this is a uh, a flyer advertising a rally for Varmir Lockhart, uh, who will be speaking in the town square as to the future of Middleton. And uh, yes, it is has all of the. Imagery and iconography of a political type rally. Um, it is very, uh, the language is very forceful. The The text is bold and large, especially bigger than anything else. Varmir Lockhart's name. Um, <laughs> what an impressive man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where, I, I'm assuming on this flyer it says the location. Are, are we it does uh, it does say the location it says the location and the date um and uh the location is in the town square and the date was uh just a few days ago about um uh it was a couple days before the harvest festival so the harvest festival was on oh shit i just closed that tab and this and this rally took place in Middleton. This rally took place in Middleton. Yes. Oh, but I'm a dummy for expecting Lockhart to be in Middleton when he's holding GD rallies there, man. And we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the the rally would have taken place on 
uh, Anadon <laughs> the uh, the third, and the uh, which was a uh, Medir's Day, um, and the Harvest Festival was on Sofran's Day the seventh. Like, how do we, as like a band of travelers who can barely take care of ourselves, keep track of what day it is? I think you lose track a lot. <laughs> I would, I would imagine that, that if you are out, time. yeah, <laughs> yes, many times in the recent, in the last couple of years, you've lost entire months uh, as you have shifted back and forth between planes of existence. <laughs> Even if we had like a good internal clock, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's yeah. A lot. it's so it's like a, yeah, like when you go to space. Maybe Fletch knows the date, except that he's forgotten all the date. Like he, his internal clock is fine, <laughs> except that he doesn't. You're just two years off. <laughs> <laughs> You're all technically slightly younger than someone who would have been born on your birthday. Mm. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's like some interstellar. I mean, that's been done before interstellar, but you yeah, get it, right? That should always. I don't like thinking about it too much. <laughs> it's super weird. Um, no real sound uh, elsewhere. Um, although now you're starting to kind of hear a faint rumble. Black, do you think he's still here? Maybe he's staying in the inn. Maybe he lives at this town. I don't know if anybody's still here. Margarine, like, do you see anyone? Look, that's the town square. And I point through the alleys at it. That should be full of people. Can I send Etienne to go like float around and look? Uh, you can. Uh, you send Etienne o- off uh, through the alleyways toward the direction of the town square, where through the, you know, through the narrow kind of, um, you know, couple feet wide uh, field of vision that you guys have from where you are, you can't really see anything outside out of the ordinary. But when Etienne turns the corner in Zabbos, you magically reach out to, to see through uh, Etienne's um, eyes, which your vision is a little bit hazy as if you're underwater, but otherwise uh, fine. You see, blurry as it may be, scattered piles of bones oh. uh, and viscera and all of and um, it's it's almost as if there was a great butchering uh, in the town square where there's um, rib cages and things where, where meat has been stripped from them, but there's a little bit left on it. Uh, it is bones are cracked and broken. Uh, they they do appear to be humanoid bones, and you know the rib cages and femurs and things all seem about this about human sized or humanoid sized. the The town square itself is this kind of sunken round amphitheater type space with, and in the center there's a great stage, uh, and upon this stage is a huge massive set of scales, the like like the the type that weigh something, um, not not like fish scales, like dragon scales. No, but like uh, the scales of justice. Next to these scales, there is a large throne. Um, and uh, through Etienne, you can see sitting uh, upon this throne, dressed in resplendent um, robes, almost cerem- ceremonial robes, two figures, one of which looks to be well over six and a half feet tall, although slightly hunched, um, with wide shoulders, way too long of arms, pale gray skin, sunken facial features, horrific long pointy teeth, uh, claw-like hands, uh, you know, like five, maybe six long, sharp razor-like claws. And its companion is slightly shorter, but stands up straighter uh, and has a very strange skull with all kinds of horn-like protuberances coming from it. Where where the taller one uh, was more teeth, this one is more lips. 
Uh, and it also has um, very long fingers, although instead of sharp and claw-like, these are more, uh, these are wider and more amphibian-like, uh, like a, like oh, a yeah. yeah, like a gecko or a greninja. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> like a gecko or a greninja. <laughs> such, such as a greninja. <laughs> uh, I have to be economical with my uh, descriptions. <laughs> and... Um, uh, they seem uh, to be waiting almost in, as if anticipation. Um, and uh, one of them sees Etienne. Uh, oh no! <laughs> and uh, starts to uh, starts to point and makes a kind of like noise. Oh, oh god! Uh, and now and this, this rumble is getting louder. The, the rumble <laughs> that uh, that you uh, flack you had previously only been able to to detect when looking for it. Now all of you can hear just. Uh, existing as you are uh, and um, a, a church bell starts to ring oh D&D is a Spotify exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca. Next time on D&D&D. As you turn the corner, you're greeted with what Etienne uh, just saw, which is this scene of absolute butchery. Zavis um, did not tell me oh, this. Oh, I forgot to mention that part. Listen, there was a lot of stuff. And <laughs> stops dead Look. in her tracks. <laughs> stops dead in her tracks. Listen, when you give me a list of crazy thing, crazy thing, even crazier thing, I'm going to remember that last one and forget all the other ones.